Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson, Locked On NFL Podcast. Coming at you, Power Ranks. Really the first Power Ranks of the year. And we'll do them periodically. Probably one now. Maybe one again, like right when camp's breaking. Because, you know, our views on these teams might change a little bit. And I will tell you, this this version is very rough. I'm going to give you the first... I'm going to give you 32 to 16 today. Uh, probably Wednesday, we'll do the top half of the league. And on Thursday, I think we'll do Twitter Thursday and no show Friday. So I'm thinking that this is my preliminary thoughts for the week. Unless something big pops or you guys have some great idea for a show. But I'm thinking three shows this week. There's not a ton to talk about. I'd love to talk to you guys every day. But I also should be pumping out some of those shorts that we did earlier. Um, you know, five, six, seven, eight minute state of the Bears, state of the Browns. Uh, might keep doing those too. I'm gonna keep doing those, so you can you can look forward to those as well. Uh, they're quick and easy and fun, and just kind of what we're thinking about each team. And in a way, that's a bit of an overlap of what we're gonna be talking about here with the power ranks as well. But we're brought to you by SeatGeek today. Um, let me tell you about them right off the bat. You know, the SeatGeek's the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the football games or any games. Hockey, you know, my pens are in the final four, down 1-0 to Ottawa, playing tonight, going to even it up. Yeah, anyways, I'll get back on, get back to the live read here. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. And with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the guaranteed seats you want for a great value. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way to shop for tickets. I can, I can be anywhere with just a few taps, can instantly find seats for this weekend or any game this season. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get, get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is giving a grade Based on value, you'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget and jump all over those underpriced seats. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first uh, SeatGeek purchase. So this is what you do to get that $20 rebate. You download the SeatGeek app. If you already have it downloaded, just go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter the promo code LONFL, locked on NFL. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you made your first ticket purchase. I mean, that's dynamite. Download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code LONFL today. All right. All right. So here we go. And I got to say, let's preface this, and I will say this a lot over the next couple months, and I've said it for the last 12 years, this time of year, 
until training camp starts. So some of you have heard this before, but the Locked On NFL Network is, you know, Locked On NFL podcast, let alone network, is growing very rapidly now. So there are some new listeners out there, or maybe you didn't listen to me on Football Today back in the day, or haven't heard me say this. But this is sort of bad news, in that for 90% of of you fans out there, this is the best your team is ever going to look. On paper, through your eyes, the draft just hit. You know, here's the, the here's the kick in the nuts. You know, that basically, I mean, with some exceptions. I mean, some guys emerge. Dak Prescott emerges, those kind of guys. But mostly from here until the last game your team plays, bad things happen to your roster. <laughs> you know? Um Guys get hurt. They don't recover from injuries last year like we assume they will now. All of a sudden, they look old. They get suspended, you know, or, man, we're not as good as we thought. I mean, there's a lot of things working that will only work against you from here on out. Um, You know, right now, hope springs eternal. Boy, it was a bad year for the Browns. Well, we just had three first-round picks, and Deshaun Kaiser is going to be a star, and we're turning the corner. Maybe. Um... But again, you know, most of these things are bad. You know, that, wow, we'll be a lot healthier this year. Who promises you that? I mean, you, you read that in print all the time. You know, well, they're, they're going to be a lot healthier this year. Why? <laughs> you know, I mean, some teams are not going to be healthy this upcoming year. One of your favorite teams out there is not going to be healthy this year at all. It's going to derail their season. It's going to happen to 10 teams. You might be one of them out there. You don't know what your health is going to be like going forward. And some of these studs that are returning from injury. I mean, for example, I mean, the biggest stud of them all, J.J. Watt. Well, we got J.J. Watt back. He'll be back to being the best player on the planet and one of the best defensive players that ever lived. So we'll be fine. Well, maybe he won't. You know, we don't know that. Maybe he won't. So again, you know, right now you're thinking we solved all our needs in free agency in the draft. All those players, of course, are going to work out. You know, we gave them big money. We got a great deal in free agency. For some reason, their old team didn't want him, but we got him, and he's going to be phenomenal for us. And can you believe that corner we got in the fourth round? He's going to be a starter from day one. Ah, hold your horses there. Probably not. So, again, this is a great time of year because all the fan bases, ones that came off really rough years, have a lot of reason for optimism. They can't wait to see their, their new additions and new coaches and all the above. But we know in the end, only one guy hoists Lombardi. And the majority of the seasons end up on a bad note with a lot of crappy things that happen between now and that time that the Lombardi Trophy is hoisted. So enough jibber-jabber on this. Let's get into the, the bottom half of the league. And because these teams, I mean, I fall victim to it just like all you fans out there too, that... You can make a narrative of why the Rams' offense is going to be a lot better this year with McDermott and a better offensive line, and Goff takes a big step in year two, and the defense doesn't lose anything, and Wade Phillips adds a new wrinkle to it, and all of a sudden that's a ten and six team and competing for the Super Bowl, or for the playoffs. That's not an unrealistic argument, but somebody has to be at the bottom of these lists, and it's not the Rams, but I'm just throwing them out there as an example. Um, so it's difficult. I mean, they're. This is going to change a lot, I guess, is what I'm telling you. And that's not taking the easy way out, you know. So when you guys 
you know, pull this up for me and send it to me on Twitter at Williamson NFL five months from now and say, Williamson, you're an idiot. Look how wrong you were on what May 15th that your power ranks were junk. Well, they probably will be junk, you know, but that's just how I look at it now. At 32, I have the Jets and I like their draft. I mean, I would have loved to see them do something with the offensive line. I'm, I'm pretty glad they didn't go quarterback. They went for a small person draft, safeties, defensive backs, wide receivers. Uh, they didn't need big people on defense. They needed big people in a big way on offense. Um, speaking of which, I'm doing a series for the score.com that I write for talking about every team's biggest hole right now. And right now for the Jets, uh, it's offensive line. I mean, their offensive line is terrible. And we used to talk about this with the Colts was go to ourlads.com. And like I said, this is as good as things are ever going to look for you guys. And pull up the Jets' offensive depth chart. I mean, even if you operate under a massive leap of faith that Christian Hackenberg is going to become a quality player, his line is junk. There's nothing resembling a number one target. The running backs are okay. I mean, that's why the Jets are 32 to me. I think their defense will be respectable, but I don't know where the points come from. San Francisco's at 31. Guess that's probably not a huge shock. Very much a work-in-progress franchise. Um, They're going to try to install the Shanahan way of doing things. They've brought in a lot of clones to play the appropriate roles and fit the scheme. I get it. I think that's fine. Uh, They, too, don't have an offensive line. They just are devoid of talent. I see many losses in their future this year, which shouldn't depress Niners fans. That doesn't mean, you know, that the, the sky is falling. I got the Browns at 30, and a lot of that's probably just by habit of having them at 32, 31 all last year. I mean, at this time last year, I told you the Browns, go back and find it. I told you the Browns might not win a game in 2016, and I was pretty damn close. I think they're light years better than that. I think they'll be able to run the ball. I think they have weapons. I like Kaiser. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to have a great rookie year, or maybe he doesn't even see the field. But they're not going to be strong at the quarterback position. You know, I mean, the defense, especially on the line, has a lot of pieces now. You know, you, you some of those youngsters, and I really like Danny Shelton. I think their fronts will be pretty good. They're pretty good. They're really good in the second level. You know, Jamie Collins and Kersley. Um, secondary needs work. But they're going to be, you know, there's a lot of stuff being thrown here. I mean, it's going to take time for this group to gel. They're still extremely young. I mean, the Browns, I think, are probably a five-win team, something like that, and and highly competitive in most of their games. The Bears, I have a 29. Um, I still like the front seven. I still have questions about the secondary. When you talk about the Bears, I think you have to acknowledge that they were the most injured team in the league last year. I think they'll be a Jordan Howard-centric offense, and Glennon will be the starter, at least for the first half of the season. really like the interior of the offensive line. The tackles are a little worrisome, but I don't think that's the end of the world. I wish they had more weapons. You know, I wish they had Alshon Jeffrey. You know, that wouldn't have been that hard to pull off. I got the Rams at 28, and I told you to start the show. I mean, I could paint a picture where they're a 10-win team. I mean, I think moving on from Fisher is very beneficial for, to Goff, to the franchise. I believe that Todd Gurley's a better player than what he put on tape last year. 
I think the offensive line's going to be better. There's nothing resembling a number one receiver, but there's guys there. Somebody should emerge. The defense shouldn't take a big step backwards, but I really worry about the secondary. Um, again, I mean, when we get together and we and we're even the week one uh, outlook on the Rams, they may be as high as 17, 18 on this list. I mean, I, I, I'm ears are open to the Rams being an improved team. And, and if Jared Goff were a stock, I'd be buying on him very low right now. The Bills at 27. I, I don't know what to make of these guys. You know, I mean, I have, I'm up and down on Tyrod Taylor. I'm up and down on the offense in general, especially when Sammy Watkins is out. I love Shady McCoy. He's a pit guy, but what if he takes a slight step backwards this year? Um, but I could also paint the picture where this offense is pretty good. You know, I mean, you add Zay Jones and maybe the offensive line's a little improved and simplify things run first, and the defense gets some guys back, you know, Raglan and those type of players, as well as White, the first-round pick. So I'm kind of don't have a strong feeling about the Bills, which pushed them down the list, I guess. The Jags at 26, I guess this is a slight leap of faith that Blake Bortles is more the player two years ago than he was last year. If he's a player last year, they're going to be horrible. But I do think they have a top 10 defense all day long, maybe better. I think Fournette will have a productive and strong rookie season. And they have weapons, you know. So I do think the Jags are improving. Again, I could paint a picture where they're 10-6 and six this year. I, that's not crazy to me. I really like what the Colts have done on defense. You know, we've had this conversation before that, holy smokes, if you would look at their depth chart when the new this latest front office people took over, on defense was about the worst I've ever seen. And they've added six, seven players that are going to play snaps for them. And some of the young guys have a lot of upside that could turn into stars. You know, so that in itself is an upgrade. I think Luck had his best season as a pro. I think Hilton's a total stud. I don't think the O-line issues are as dire as some make them out to be. But again, I mean, most of the things I'm going to say about these teams are positive, you know, and... Tennessee's another one. They're 24. I love Mariota. I love the running game. I love the Corey Davis addition. You got Walker. I mean, what's not to like about the offense? I, the defense got a little bit better. Um, but still, I think they're a young team that's a work in progress. And you compare them to the 23 teams ahead of them, they come in slightly below. But again, could they be 10-6 and six this year? Absolutely. Absolutely. Could Mariota be... You know, the guy everybody's talking about as the, the next great quarterback? Absolutely. Um, the Bengals, I thought they'd be lower on this list, to be honest with you, if we'd have done this a month ago. But I do think their draft was very helpful. I think they added some much-needed pass rush. They get William Jackson back from last year. Those things would all help the pass defense. They have so many weapons now. You know, I mean, all, their skill guys on offense are really impressive. I'm going to still come down to Dalton being an average starting quarterback behind a terrible offensive line, though. I mean, to me, those are the concerns. And that's not a knock on Dalton. That's just a fact on Dalton. I mean, that's just who he is, and the Bengals know that. Another team I could see falling from where they were last year is the Lions. Not because of the offense, certainly not because of Matthew Stafford. And I think he can be in that conversation of one of the best in the biz for sure, and 
really take this offense up a level. They get Abdullah back. I think he can be a high-quality back for them as well. I think he's going to have a good year. Offensive line is better. But I'm still just keep coming back to that defense. I mean, the defense to me is one of the worst in the league. And as much as I love Stafford and as much as I like this offense, I don't know that they're equipped to win games 38-35 week after week. And I just think their defense is bad. I got Miami at 21, but I'm not down on them. I think I like Tannehill more than most of you do. I'm a big Ajayi fan. I think Parker could take a big step forward. I think the line should be better. Maybe they get something out of Julius Thomas. I think that's a possibility. I think the defense is deeper, particularly at linebacker um, and as pass rushers. I think Sue's a star. Secondary has me concerned, but they don't put a lot of stress on their back, you know, back seven or their back, you know, their secondary, their, their cover people. A lot of zones, a lot of simple things get to the quarterback with four. So, I mean, again, uh, they're 21st, but that just means the guys I like above you are, you know, just slightly above you. There's there's a big clump here. And the Redskins at 20 are in there. I think you've got to become a little more run heavy, and probably that means more a lot of P. Ryan. Um, but I, I think Terrell Pryor was a great addition. I like their line. I'm not a huge Cousins fan, and this whole season, how it's playing out with his relationship in in Washington is odd and I wonder if it'll have negative effects in any way on the field. I think they rushed the passer pretty well. I think their corners are going to be pretty decent. Um, the run defense up the middle scares me quite a bit, to be honest with you. So I'm making a change right now. Washington's going to 21. The Dolphins are going to 20. Boom. That's official. Support for this podcast comes from NetSuite. NetSuite lets you see what's going on with your business in real time from accounting to order management, and much more. You've outgrown your business management software. Let NetSuite help. Go to netsuite.com podcast to get your free guide and find out why NetSuite is a leading business management solution for growing companies. Get up and running fast with NetSuite. All right, we're coming down the home stretch here after making a calling an audible, moving Miami ahead of Washington. And those are both right behind Carolina at 19. I don't know what to think of these guys. You know, that I, I like their offensive additions for sure, and I think McCaffrey will pay off immediately. I don't know that Samuel will, but maybe. Um, I, I don't like what we saw from Newton last year. And I worry that, you know, two years ago when he was the MVP will be clearly the best season of his career. I think the inside of the offensive line is, is quite good. Uh, the tackles are a, a big concern to me. The wide receivers aren't real dynamic. I do like Stewart. You get Luke Keekley back. That's gigantic. The front seven should be very, very good, assuming Thomas Davis is what he was. So I kind of look at this team and think they're an average football team. You know, that they're an average football team that couple things break right, and we see things we like in the preseason, early in the season. They may go very much up this list. I mean, I think they're well coached. I mean, they know what they're doing. They have very defined roles. At 18, I have the Houston Texans. And I'm going to be optimistic, like I said at the beginning, and assume J.J. Watt's going to come back to being at least a shell of J.J., you know, a, a, a very close facsimile of what we've seen of J.J. Watt. And therefore, I think that defense will be awesome. You know, maybe the best defense in the league. It's that type of unit. 
and it's well coached and clowny and merciless and you know the, uh, the, their corners are good even with Blues and Bouye but even the even the most biggest supporter of Watson can't tell me that he thinks that Houston's offense is going to be prolific this year you know and I'm not a Watson believer I do like the weapons I love the idea of we're going to run the ball a lot play really good defense but your offensive line certainly isn't reminiscent of the Cowboys last year. I mean, that, that line to me is a worry. They do get Martin back, but the tackles situation, they can use a tackle and a guard, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to grind teams out. And I still think Watson's going to make a lot of mistakes. So I know people are on the Houston bandwagon, but you're not going to find me on it. Um, Baltimore is at 17. I think they also will be in the conversation for best defense in the league. They now have some young, dynamic pass rushers. I think their run defense is going to be unbelievable. Uh, their secondary looks much improved. They have a nice blend of youth and Suggs, Weddle experience. Mosley kind of leading the whole parade. I think the defense will be great. Um, but boy, the offense. Who are the playmakers? I'm a Perryman fan and I'm a Dixon fan, but I don't. I don't care for West. Uh, none of their tight ends do anything for me. Wallace is fine, but they really need a chain-moving type receiver. I don't see that guy. And I think you're just asking way too much of Flacco. Way too much. So, that's going to do phase one of the first ever 2017 Power Ranks. We will be back next Wednesday, or this Wednesday, with 1 through 16. Over and out. Spread the word. Fun stuff. See ya. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17